What is up and welcome in to the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined as always by my outstanding co-hosts. He's a Chicago Public League legend, Simeon Legend. He's a Grambling State legend. He plays second base for the Tigers. He was all swack back in the day. It's Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we got the NFL draft enthusiast. His season is here. He's a Madden <laughs> finalist, baby. Made it to the Super Bowl. Made it to the Super Bowl. Uh-oh. There it is. Yeah. AFC representative. And I got smashed <laughs> in the Super Bowl. You weren't supposed <laughs> to say that yet, man. Yeah, it's true. I'm saying <laughs> you, you hyped yourself up and then you're yeah. like, uh, yeah. hey, I suck. People- People gonna listen. So, hey, hey, I'm I, I'm only the I'm the I'm the second best player in, in the league. So you know we'll, we'll look okay. at it that way. Well, he's Glenn Morgan. <laughs> he's RGM. You can catch all his work on NBCSportsChicago.com and the My Teams app. Um, guys, we got a lot, a lot, a lot to talk about. Some 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 outstanding things happened uh, over this past week, and we will start with I guess the breaking news of the day: the Bears have hired their general manager. He is the pro, uh, the uh, what is he, pro player director for yeah, director the pro, uh, pro personnel? Player personnel. Director of player personnel. That's right. Yeah. Ryan Poles from the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I guess his background, he was an offensive lineman for uh, Boston College. Uh, I saw a, a picture of him in a Bears jersey. He was yeah. picked up so as an undrafted free agent. Yeah, yeah. Right. So didn't make the roster, lineman. but. A block mm-hmm. from Matt Ryan in college. Yes, yes. And I guess they're best friends. Nice. Yeah, I would yeah. be my best friend with my guy blocking my, my blind side too. <laughs> so um saying he's been with the with the Chiefs for a while here. 13 seasons. I'm not gonna bash the hire because I don't know, you know, enough about him to bash him. So mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I'm gonna, you know, be like most people and just hope this is the right hire that uh that George McCaskey and company, Bill Polian, got this right. Um, he's a young guy. Was he 35 now? 36. 36. 36. Yeah. The, so, um, so yeah, younger guy as uh, Ryan Pace was. Um, I don't. I don't think there's anything you know necessarily wrong with that. Uh, no. The good thing I, I like is that um, they were able to hire the GM first, and it looks like. This guy is going to be able to hire his own head coach. And so I think that's a. a well, maybe. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, wait. They gave, they're going to give him his picks and he's going to be able to choose. Well, maybe. Well, well, I think the, I think the interesting thing, and I was listening to some things today and uh, Weinstead said something that, that uh, stuck out to me. He was like, well, Everyone's saying they gave him this power to hire his own coach. He's like, only way we would know they gave him this power is if a person not named as a finalist gets interviewed now. Right. And that's what I'm waiting to see. Mm, that's a, okay. if, if, if a person that was not already a final, unless, unless behind closed doors in his interview, he gave them these names, which, but I would like to see, prove to me that you got control well, by by interviewing maybe, somebody maybe that we, maybe the, that we maybe maybe a couple of these names are the ones that he say hey these these are guys that are on my team and, and I, and i and i think that i do think that but but mm. from the outside you got to prove had, it a little a little more like I'm you got 
I can tell you Airbnb, guys was, interview Airbnb just just cause you know <laughs> right because you're from there. <laughs> I can I can give you guys a story. Um, um, I did some work with the UFL back in the day, about about 10, 11 years ago, um, some PR work, and um, I was in the room with a former uh, NFL GM that was working with the team as a consultant himself. And, uh, and, um, so we're talking, we're in the office, we're talking and he gets a phone call from a guy and he says, yeah, you, if, if you're, if you're in, you're in, I'm excited. You know, I've, I've got, I've got a team talking to us and, and we should be ready to go. Well, this was the former, uh, uh, Broncos general manager okay. and, we were in September and he was already talking to a team about becoming their possible next GM in September of a season. Don't know what the team was, but he said, Hey, I got, I've got my team ready to go. So, uh, so I'm sure that, uh, Ryan Poles had his entire team. He had, you know, was able to tell them, Hey, this is what I'm going to have here. This is what I'm having this position. This is what I'm having this position. And I'm sure he had a head coach in there. So maybe one of those one of those names was in there. Long story short, uh, maybe I, I I find that a little difficult to believe because he just came back for the second interview, and he kind of he kind of was bumped up after the Vikings said that he was coming that they were interested in him that they they were going to bring him first mm-hmm. right he was a finalist for the Vikings job and and then the Bears seemed to act more quickly. Um, and also due to the fact that he's only been with one organization his entire career, much like Ryan Pace. Uh, he's been with the Chiefs for 13 years. Now, he's worked his way up, which is fantastic, um, from being, you know, administrative person, scout, all the way up to pro personnel. Uh, and he's been there when they've had, you know, they've, they've definitely drafted some great players, gone all the way back to um, – um, oh, geez, I'm just drawing a blank – uh, the safety from Tennessee, which is really, really knocking me. Uh, Eric Berry. Wow. I can't believe I forgot Eric Berry's name. From drafting like guys like Eric Berry, Dontario Poe. He's going to have the cancer. condition, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Some type of Hodgkin's or some type of cancer yeah. he's dealing with. Um, so, so he's been a part of the process. Now, the great thing I like about his situation, or at least where the situation he's coming from, this is, we're talking about Ryan Poles here, is that he he has worked under some really, really, really good and successful general managers who are part of that whole Kansas City organization. And kind of like side note, like I was saying last week, when you asked me, what would I do? It's about creating a culture to where you have where you're hiring from within to some degree. You're able to keep that continuity and keep that culture going. So some of the GMs that Ryan Poles worked under was uh, Scott Pioli, uh, talking uh, John Dorsey, um, the current GM right now, with uh, that being uh, Brett Veach, and then the GM that's uh, Chris Ballard, who's a GM for the Colts right now. Colts, right? So I mean, those are some. So he's seen basically Scott Pioli. I think was ten and six. So he saw what that was like, kind of, you know, bringing it the onset with Andy Reid coming in, kind of creating and, and getting the team from being, you know, a kind of inconsistent and so-so to when uh, Dorsey was there and them draft uh, and them uh, being, I think, at 11 and five and being like like a consistent playoff team to being a Super Bowl team when Brett Veach is there taking over 
uh, with you know, Mahomes ascending the, the quarterbacking uh, hierarchy there. So he's seen how to build a team. He's seen how to maintain a team. He's been there through all of those under three different GMs, also working alongside someone and Chris Ballard, who have, you know, input, obviously. So he, he's been around success, not to mention Andy Reid, you know. So he, he definitely has an idea of what things could look like, should look like, and three different ways to build a team or three different perspectives on how to build a team. So with that kind of exposure and mentorship uh, and being a highly intelligent individual, as every report seems to say about him through his organizational skills and being able to be a good communicator uh, and also being a very humble person, I think they said that sometimes uh, when you look for GMs, you want someone that doesn't have a huge ego because you want them to be able to delegate so that everyone there's kind of, you know, it's, it's not just a my way or the highway kind of thing. Cause sometimes that can lead to just, you know, a certain myopic vision. You want to be able to be more inclusive with the people that you have. And sometimes your ego gets in the way. And sometimes you look at a guy like uh, one of my favorite GMs, Ozzie Newsom, Ozzie, very humble. You know, he, to this day, you don't see him in the limelight and we all know successful, how successful Ozzie Newsom is. Now I'm not saying that's the only way to success, but these are the kind of attributes going into someone that we don't know going to their first position, how well they're going to do, but having these type of attributes, we've seen where those things have been successful. So that's why I'm kind of excited about this show, man. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I don't say this. You don't, you don't think he's able to make those, those, uh, those relationships outside of the organization though. Uh, I'm not saying he can't. I'm just saying I'm, I'm a little gun shy because of the last guy we just had. Whose name was also Ryan. <laughs> just saying. Sometimes when you come from one and organization, last, last name begins with a P. Right, last name begins with a P. Sometimes when you come from one organization, you you kind of have a one way of how things were done coming with you. Now you may have your own ideas, but you've been heavily influenced by that one organization as opposed mm-hmm. to maybe like Morocco Brown, who's been a different organizations. So you have a different way, like a completely different way of how things are being done. Which is why I said the difference for me, however, is that this polls it is has been the individual who's worked on the three different successful gms and three different kind of iterations of you know chiefs teams where they were successful like building to success sustaining success and then achieving the ultimate success and i think that kind of progression is something that can serve him well and being a young individual as he is you know youthful ideas and i think one of the things i heard him say was that he's all about anticipation like not trying to be you know, reactionary, which we have always, and I know me personally, have always criticized the bear organization as being a very reactive organization and only, re- but not only reactive, but like late reacting. <laughs> so if they can be more proactive, you know, um, and, and anticipating and having a kind of a vision. Uh, those are the things that, you know, sounds good when you do an interview, but I tend to believe based upon how, you know, he's progressing an organization working for his way from the bottom up to the top. And someone that even Brett Veach a couple of years ago said, hey, you know, in a couple of years, I think this guy's is going to be a GM. I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be. So he's been he's even been groomed to be that and and you know, set in on those, on those uh, decisions. He, you know, he's the guy that's been in the room when these decisions are being discussed and his input has been uh, been been invaluable in a lot of ways. So. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Again, we don't know, but I'm excited. Right. And all the all the signs seem to be pointing upward and he, he look he just missed out on being the gm for the giants he was on their final list and the vikings as well so it's not like the bears and only team that really wanted this guy you know what i'm saying 
he was highly sought out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 very optimistic. Uh, first thing for me, yeah. Uh, granted, I've said over and over, I want nothing from the Kansas City organization, but let's get that clear. That was on the coaching side. That was not right. that was not on the talent evaluating side. Like so, so getting a talent evaluator that per se from the Kansas City Chiefs is perfectly fine with me. That's number one. Uh it also helps that, you know, he's African American. I'ma just be be real. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you we don't have many of those in that position. Right. And who thought the Bears would be the one to do that? I mean, just be real. But I think I I came out of the press conference that George had thinking that you that did was a, you did that mention that you was like why he keep mentioning the lady? Yeah, like that's yeah. what the diversity. I, I think I think that's that's what <laughs> that was did about. mention that was a you priority. Did mention that yeah. you did mention that, and you know, but that's a good thing. And then you know his youth, you know. I mean, not his youth, I mean, but his age being a younger guy, being more being more in tune with the, the newer generation of things, you know, was something that caught my eye, too. I mean, like I said, I'm just very optimistic. Uh, it's no guarantee that he's going to do great. It's no guarantee that he's going to fail. So, you know, it's just, you know, looking positively from here, just looking where he come from. I mean, Ryan Pace came from a solid foundation as well, you know, so – you know, things can happen. And, and Ryan Pace didn't completely fail. He just, you know, failed at the at the top of things. You know, <laughs> he, he, you know, so, you know, but but I, I'm 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 eager to see what this guy can do and how he can set a tone and, and create a culture like GM said, you know, for itself. And, you know, next step is who who we going to bring in as the head coach, you know, and, right. you know, like we like we were questioning, you know, Main thing, you know, what's being said was that he has been given complete control to hire his coach, but we'll it's still it's yeah. still a little iffy there, you know, like right. you know, because before he was hired, there were already four names that were listed as uh finalists. Four or three. It's three, three as finalists. It was three as finalists with uh Eberflus, right. Jim Caldwell, and Dan Quinn, you know. Right. So you know, for me, I want to see if he if he bring just he might be told that he got to hire one of them three. Uh, but if you want to prove, if you want to prove to me, if right. you want to get me under your belt, br- bring in somebody else to interview that we haven't interviewed yet. That'll show me something different, you know. And so that's the that's the only cause to pause right there. Is like, are we really giving him full control? Unless in his interview. He named somebody that is a part of those three that he said he has a connection with, which we won't know, you know. So well, that's my thing. Matt Ryan is his best friend, and Dan that's, Quinn. When you said that, that when coach. you said that, when right. you said that, that did light bulb. I'm like, wait, maybe that's the Dan Quinn connection. When that, you said that, that that's so, so flimsy, though. It's not. It's not. Is it? It is, dude. He blocked for him like what, two thousand and five or two thousand and no. They they're saying that they are best friends. I understand that they're best friends, but what does they got to do with Look, Dan Quinn? So my so he's, best, he's, he's my best friend, friend my best talk- friend. I, I talk to my best friend pretty pretty regularly. Understood. And uh, if it was something this big, yeah, 
I would ask him, what's what's up with your boy? Let's right. be real. But that's just a quarterback's opinion. Dude, I'm it's a general your best manager. friend's opinion. I understand that. I'm a general. This is my first gig. I gotta make that. I, I mean, I, I need more than just my, my best know. friend's opinion is gonna matter, especially when he's yeah. in a top caliber quarterback in this league. I, I His opinion yeah, is gonna I, is gonna be valid. Yeah, my my mindset kind of went in in a kind of a different direction. I definitely the 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 connection definitely came up with okay, their best friend Dan Quinn is probably the guy. They probably talked, and that probably came up. And on the flip side of it. Matt Ryan might end up on the coaching staff when he's done playing. Matt ain't that's, coaching nobody. That's what I, I that's I'm just saying that's what that's what when he, when you when when yeah. Ed said that that's uh-huh. what popped into my mind like I see. Like hmm okay. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see, man. I well, mean well, well here's the thing. Here's the thing with everything you're saying is like okay, and I'm with you. Like you know, prove to me Chicago Bear organization that we're not doing the same damn thing again, like Ryan Pace, where you, uh, granted, the coach might have been in place already, but it feel, you feel like he got saddled with an old coach because he was a young GM. So don't do that again by telling I, me I got to hire, you know, an older coach because I'm a first time GM. If that happens again, I'm like, okay, it's the same, you know, it's, it's a different day, same same situation, different day. You know what I'm saying? I, I hate to say that, but I would, my, my feeling would be that would be the case if, Jim Caldwell is hired. Right. And I mean, I more so if Jim Caldwell is hired. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, Dan, Dan Quinn is not like he is spring chicken. You know, he's in his he, late 50s. He's not. He's not 67. Yes, yeah. I understand. Yeah. But 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 to, to to what Smoke is saying, it's like, you know, prove to me. I'm like, yes, I'm I feel the same way. The problem is, the problem is if you wait too long, because if it's and if Dan Quinn is your guy. Broncos are really going to be pushing to try and get him. And there's some other organizations that may be trying to push it because he's kind of high on at least a couple of people's lists. And he may not want to wait because he wants to get his, he wants the head coach, whoever the head coach is, is going to want to hire his people as quick as possible if somebody else takes them. So now we're kind of in a race. It's not, and now because, you know, old boy, uh, Sean Payton re- retired, or at least at this point, semi retired, at least he's not coaching. He stepped down. Now there's nine positions open at head coach so now you even got more of a search because if i'm a head coach if i'm dan quinn outside of a quarterback saints are they like ready to win now the defense is in place now i got the offensive people outside of you know if michael thomas comes back i got me some top-notch receivers now you know what i'm saying i you can win now going forward as long as you get a, a decent quarterback and if you if you're the saints and you're dan quinn maybe you can talk right you know uh 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 my brother, Russell Wilson, maybe he leaves Seattle or maybe, you know, some other quarterback from Green Bay leaves and goes to New Orleans. I'm just saying these. How they going to afford them? Hey, man, you figure that out later. That's what the general, <laughs> that's what the general manager. I mean, hey, they got a veteran general manager. Figure it out. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying they're the Saints are attractive because you can win now and they're not a really old team. They're kind of like, you know, you got a good three, four year window for you really start, start worrying about age. So, you know, you can you can kind of win. I mean, look, man, if, if Winston stays healthy, you know, maybe they're 10 and seven and make the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? They won their fourth quarterback, dude. And still they still beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 
what 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 a crap ass quarterback situation. So you can and Dan Quinn is a really good defensive coordinator. So you can win. And if nothing else, he knows that division. You know what I'm saying? Because he was the Falcons. And Tom Brady, he retires. Tampa Bay becomes mortal all of a sudden. The Panthers are in, you know, trying to figure it out. They're in a worse situation than you are. And so what the only other competition is the Falcons. You know? So yeah, I go to the Saints. I might be the best, you know, what a what a quarterback. I'm the best team in, in, in the South. But you got to you got to get a quarterback though. I, I, but it becomes more easier, I, the, easier said than done. Understood. I'm just saying that's for everybody who needs a quarterback. But what I'm saying is Dan Quinn on the Saints is more attractive than than Dan Quinn on the you know on a team that's not you know some other team potentially if you if a quarterback's looking for a team to go to. I mean the Broncos kind of in a similar situation. They're a little bit younger, but they're in a similar situation. Everything's in place, but the quarterback. So Quinn could choose between the Saints and the Broncos. Now, if I go to the Broncos, what am I asking myself? Oh, I'm Pat, I'm facing Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and <laughs> Derek Carr, six games. Or I go to the South Division, and I'm facing teams that are in disarray. Because the Buccaneers might not just lose Brady. They may also lose the offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator. And the head coach might be like, you know what? F it. My boys are gone. Everybody's gone. I don't want to do no rebuilding. And so then the Buccaneers go from the penthouse to the outhouse. So the Saints all of a sudden become a more viable team. And now you get five, you maybe go five and one in your division, maybe six and oh. I mean, that's a 30 of your games right there. So that becomes attractive, is all I'm saying. So all that's and I say all that to say that the Bears might need to make that decision now, regardless of whether or not we think the Bears are doing the same thing over again, or we need polls to convince us he's his own man. Dan Quinn, if you want him, you might have to get him now. I'm saying if you think he's the guy. That's all I'm saying. Well, I guess he's supposed to be in tomorrow right? Uh, for an interview. So I anticipate a hire is done this week. Got to. I, think I anticipate it. Uh, well, I think what? Only two GMs we know for certain have been hired out of the four positions. Yeah. And the third one, more than likely, the Vikings are going to sign uh, Kwese uh, Adolfo Mensa. So from the Browns. From the Browns, yeah. right. I think so, they announced it. Yeah, I think it's like, it's like, 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 in, like it's more or less, yeah, yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But um, I don't know how official, official is just yet. But it's interesting now the GM positions, um, of the 24, I think, that were being interviewed, uh, 13 of them were non white. So that I thought was pretty cool. And that one of them, is a 32-year-old female. So I thought that was pretty cool as well. And basically, most of them are in their 30s. And I think 19, 19 out of 24 of them are under 45 years of age. Mm. So so basically, and I, I think I was reading an article about uh, a writer named Mike Sando, where he was like, basically, you've got four, basically, whoever's going to succeed these four general managing positions that are open. Well, now we know that two of them already been field and a third one is pending but basically succeeding to four the, the, these four positions you'd be succeeding four white men at average the age of 59 so that's 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 like the old boys network you know what i'm saying yeah i was ryan pace ryan pace was the baby of the group he was 44 david gettleman retired from the giants he was a yodas at 70 uh mike mayock is 63 and um Rick Spielman from the Vikings literally was 59. So he was like the mean, I guess, you know that. but, but you know, they're averaging 59. So I'm like, you basically 60 year old, four white old men, 60 years old. And I don't mean to disparage anybody who's Caucasian. It's not what I'm saying. My point of what I'm trying to say is, is that 
things being done the way they always had been done did not include everybody. Like everyone wasn't getting the same opportunity, whether or not you hire someone, you know, a lot of that's depending upon a lot of different things. We understand that their, their experience, you know, how they interview, what their ideas are, all those things. But if you never, ever hear them, if they never, ever get that opportunity, you never know what they can offer you. And the only reason why you're not getting opportunities because that's the way things have been done, which is cold mm-hmm. for, you know, keep things, Good old boy club. Yeah, keep things the way that they are, which is which is just just not how it should be. Um, yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. So the interesting thing, guys, and I, I know I'm getting a little bit off topic because that's what I do, and I apologize to some degree. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Um, <laughs> that you know we're talking about the Rooney Rule, you know, and how that's you know changed and, and morphed over the years. Uh, before is basically just to try and get people in front of uh, these coaches so they can get or in front of the owners, I should say, so they could have an opportunity to maybe hire a head coach, you know? And then it got to a point, I think we all could tell that they were just doing like phony interviews or just kind of, you know, I shouldn't say phony interviews, but they were just kind of, you know, okay, we'll do the interview, but we're not, we're not really not going to hire you. We just want to meet the, yeah. the mandate. You know what I'm saying? So that, some, some coaches were, were upset about that. You know, I don't, exactly. I don't want to, I don't want to be the token guy. Right. Just being used to, uh, yeah. um, to, to circumvent the, the rule right know? don't don't assault my intelligence right. basically you know what i'm saying so uh right quick just to give you like a quick rundown like now how it's been it's been ex- expanded a couple of different times but the way it sits right now and this is kind of going to the compensatory picks that um the chiefs are going to get because the bears hired uh ryan poles the chiefs are going to get two compensatory third round picks you know it doesn't take anything away from the bears it just says hey it's the NFL's way of saying, hey, Kansas City Chiefs, since you had someone of a diverse background in your executive situation or on your staff, and they've been hired to either a general manager position or head coach position, because you had them on your staff and you developed them, you know, all that, but you're losing that resource, we're going to accommodate you with some compensatory picks because you were doing what we're asked to do. And, and basically, man, it pretty much comes down to like, three things man you the nfl is trying to incentivize the teams to do better you know what i'm saying like you can't have in racism in your end zone and have one black head coach yeah. <laughs> okay in the nfl and then fire two the same year you know what i'm saying so you want to incentivize these teams so to do it but how do you do that and, and keep everything above board and not get it crazy you also want to develop these the, the, the people that you have because that's what's been happening it's just you know, it's, it's no different than what they've been doing. It's just do it now for everybody, not just, you know, a group that's certain, that meets a certain, you know, demographic that you're comfortable with, uh, at least visually comfortable with. And then also besides incentivizing and developing, you need to recommend these guys. You need, or, or, or these, and when I say guys, I mean, that everybody, men, men and women, but you need to recommend the people who are on your staff because your word of mouth is what gets them in front of other people to be interviewed, you know? Mm-hmm. And that hadn't been happening. You know, it was very difficult. We didn't see that. It was almost like, it was like, we, we're not going to do it. We're not, we're not talking against you, but we're not talking you up, which is mm-hmm. kind of almost indirectly the kind of the same thing. So this Rooney rule, the last thing, the last bit was added was basically uh, that incentive, uh, to incentivize by, you know, if you're, if a team, if a team is able to develop, you know, a particular uh, individual, to the point to where they become attractive as a general manager candidate or head coaching candidate, and they get said job or said position, 
that team is rewarded. Now the bears have one person who's being interviewed around and that was champ Kelly. So maybe if champ Kelly catches a job as a general manager somewhere, if that's possible, then the bears will get compensated with a third, you know, a third round compensatory pick, maybe two. So maybe that could be the case. Um, but two it, third round, that's, that's yeah, a, that's a big deal. Well, the 49ers have gotten three over the last couple of years because they've had several people, Robert Sala left to become the, the head coach for the Jets. And I want to say, I can't remember the other two people off the top of my head, but uh, I'm sorry, one other person left. And, and so they got two, two, they got two third round picks for one person and one third round pick for the other individual that left. And, and, you know, part of that they used in their trades last year to trade up to get uh, Trey Lance. So that's an incentivization. That's, that's, that's something that can incentivize a team to say, Hey, let me, you know, start hiring some individuals and, you know, developing them. You never know what might become of it. They may move up in your, in your, your franchise. Like we saw Ryan Poles move up and then they may, you know, take over a position in your franchise, your organization, or they may go somewhere else, but because you're losing that resource that you developed, you're going to be compensated for it. And I think that's interesting. And that's a way to try and make it so it's more legit, legitimate and not so show and pony like it used to be. So that that's, that's my, not mini rant, but you know, that's my sidestep from the conversation for from the peer side. <laughs> right. No, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. So uh, yeah, hopefully they got it right. And uh head coach to come. And um, we'll, we'll definitely be on top of all of that. Uh, let's move on to, the outstanding, exciting NFL playoffs of uh, the divisional round. Um, it was the best weekend of, of, of playoff football in the history seen. of this game. Yeah. yeah. Best I've ever seen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was, <laughs> all four games were unreal. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can't say anything more. And, and, you know, I can just start with the final game. Which was probably the best game I've ever end seen. With that one. Man, that's, dude, that's that the that's crazy. that's the that's the cherry on top. You gotta end with that one. So you wanna you wait, 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 wait. I don't know. I want I want I wanna keep people here as, as you know uh, as long as possible. So I got you, I got you. So I I'm that 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 fourth quarter. Oh my goodness, that was, man, that was insane, man. man. <laughs> that was insane to watch. Just back and forth, uh, two quarterbacks. And I said, you know, I sort of went on a little rant saying that the quarterback position is is uh, tremendously overrated. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm sorry, I was wrong. <laughs> Based on that game, oh my god. Uh, Mahomes and, and and Josh Allen, that is unbelievable. Yeah, man, that that was crazy. I found myself in that fourth quarter. I said, "Okay, the Chiefs blew it. Okay, the Bills blew it. Okay, the Chiefs just blew it. Okay, the Bills, what are you doing?" Then we get down to the last. 13 what, seconds for the last minute when the bills drove down oh yeah, yeah. and scored because uh-huh. i thought right. it was over when tyreek hill scored that touch i say i didn't necessarily think it was over no it's too much time but, it's but too much i didn't time. think i didn't necessarily think it was over but i was i, I was on the fence like okay the chiefs y'all got a chance but then when they scored in that 13 seconds i 
that off, man. But then I saw 13, but here's the crazy thing. I saw 13 seconds, but most importantly, I saw three timeouts. Uh-huh. I said, these motherfuckers might tie this game up, man. Right, right. <laughs> I text that to my boys in my group chat, like, I smell OT. Like, they like, right. man, what? I'm like, man, 13 seconds with three timeouts? Man, you can make it happen. And boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was some of the... Like, what? That's Number probably... one defense. Right. That's the thing. That, Number that one probably... defense. Like, I'm hearing so much, so they should have squib kicked. They should have did this. They should have did that, man. Listen. Well, no, had they squib kicked, they would have messed around, and they got the ball at the at the 45. It would have right. been the same, exactly. the same thing. Exactly. And well, that's what I keep telling people. And maybe you don't squib kick, but you kick it high in the air to like to the five yard go. line. To like the five yard can't line. you fair catch it though? But if you fair catch it, but you fair catch it inside. No, if you fair catch it inside the uh, twenty, you get the ball at twenty five yard line. That's the that's the rule. Right. So that's why I was like, people were saying that too, and I'm like, well, that doesn't that really that doesn't out, really man. matter either. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, so I'm like, it 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 was really. Like your only hope would have been to squib kick, right? And they bobble it, <laughs> right? That was that would have been your only hope, but it was like you run the risk of what if you squib kick and it go out of bounds? What uh, if what if they just lay on it at the forty five? Like what if they somebody up top get to it and lay on it early? You know, so it was a lot of things that could have been wrong with the squib kick. So I had no problem with them kicking it through the end zone. Number man. one defense. I understand it's Pat Mahomes, and I understand how it was going. Number one defense, you got you. In my opinion, you got to be able to get a stop, not let them get two big chunk plays like that. Right. That's like, like that. That was just that was way too easy. Yeah, that was horrible defense. That was way too easy. You, you played prevent defense, and it prevented you from winning the game. How many yes. times do we say that? Yeah, I, I, but you know what though? I know what they were scared of. If 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 Cheetah hadn't just scored the way he scored, mm-hmm. they might have had a maybe a little bit different. I think they were like, we can't let him get past us. Keep him in front of you because you know Cheetah's the only person that can you know go from the one yard line and score in the blink of an eye because they just saw it happen before. And so I, that first play was just a great play that the the the, 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 the Chiefs did. He had like a little caravan blocking for him. So he got a lot of yards. But the one that really this was just hurt the most was the Kelsey thing. It's like, Travis dude. Kelsey. Yeah, like, dude, like, why are you rushing for? Like, I, I like I heard earlier, um uh uh, uh Ryan uh Ryan Rex Ryan was saying, I would just rush two. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> rush two and make him think about it. It might take a little bit more time, but you mm-hmm. gotta have somebody on Kelsey, dude. You can't let him have like, like a complete free yeah. release. No, and that's probably, what somebody said too. Problem gave them all free is, release. Wait, wait, wait. The problem with rushing two is Mahomes can run too. Yeah, but you take yeah, time but off. that's taking time off. You know, Kelsey, Kelsey runs 20, he throws the ball and he gets yeah, a few more if, yards. But if Mahomes get cuts outside, runs 15 out of bounds. But you, but you I still but, got but, another another chance for a play. Well, I, look, man, who do you want beating you? <laughs> Mahomes' legs, I'll take that. 
<laughs> you know, yeah. Mahomes' arm and, and, and Tyreek's feet and Kelsey's body and length. Look at it this way, is if they do what GM Sam rushed to from jump, Tariq play doesn't happen. You telling me uh, give, Mahomes is going to be able to run I twice? I give you that and get into field goal range in thirteen seconds. It, it takes time. Oh, oh, Man, it, took, it took Dak Prescott ten. <laughs> 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 and that's the thing, dude. Like, time is your enemy at this point. I mean, the Chiefs obviously are too, but time, you need that, that tick tick to come off, man. And if you rush two, Mahomes isn't going to run right away. He's mm-hmm. looking to try and pass first. It might be an extra two seconds before he decides I'm going to run. And then him running takes more time because it ain't like he got Lamar Jackson's acceleration. Mahomes yeah. is kind of like build up speed. It's going to take mm-hmm. him a little bit to get 15 yards. You know, and now, and granted, they got the timeouts. And maybe he doesn't run out of bounds. He just runs upfield and slides because, you know, he doesn't, he got all these timeouts. But at his, his acceleration ain't Tyreek's acceleration. <laughs> it ain't even close. He, he, he's throwing the ball faster than he's running, too. No doubt. But well, that's, man, that's another thing that's, you know, got to be. Because at the end of the day, it's, it's not, granted, rushing two, it may part the Red Sea like with the Cowboys with Dak Prescott and he was able to just go upfield. But what if his own lineman boxed him in? Now he got to go around to get upfield. Anything could have happened to take up time. So, right. yeah. So it could it could have been crazy. But on but on top of that, okay, they they do what they do and they and they score. Now we got overtime. <laughs> you know, the big fuss is the overtime rules. Me, I, I like it. I have no issue with the overtime rules. No problem at all. Play defense. I do. Why? Play I defense. Do. There's a deal. Oh, come on. Yes. The the rules of the NFL have put defenders at a significant disadvantage. How? Right? Oh, you talking about this? So, hold on. No, no. Come on. Say your piece. Yes. So. So. I say if you're gonna do it, I as a defender, I can't maul the guy, so he can just you know run 15 yards, find an open space, bam, 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 touchdown. Let me at least get my offense on the field to do the same thing, and then after that, if you want to do sudden death, fine. If you just want to do a timed out 10 minute overtime period, cool. But both teams should be able to get the ball. That's just my just my both teams could get the ball if you hold them to a field goal. Right. Exactly. See, and that's my thing because two in the past, now in the past, I hated it when a field goal could win you the game. I I definitely hated that. Now this this, now this is is better. Now it 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 should motivate the defense to want to get a stop. Understanding that I can give up a field goal. But I can't let them score a touchdown. I th- now, granted, what you're saying is how the rules have fluffed it to where defense is a bit tougher. Yeah. But man, and it's and it's based off of a coin flip. So, but it's a part. But defense is a part of the game. You so got so so on Sunday, the Bills' best part of their team was what. Their offense. Their right? offense. Right. Yeah. 
Okay. So they, they, they couldn't put their best, their best foot forward in that, in that overtime. Just the way it was. The same thing probably would have happened if, if Kansas city uh, lost the toss and, you know, Buffalo got the ball and they, and they went down. It's just, it's just not, it's just not fair. That's all I, that's all I'm saying. What's fair got to do with it, man? Life ain't fair. Hey, football should be fair. Man, NFL stands for not fair league. Look, uh, man. Look, it you have an opportunity and you've had 60 freaking minutes to win the game. Okay, you had every opportunity to win the game. And here you are and it's tied up. Look, I don't want to hear you crying, especially if you're the Bills. You 13 seconds. You couldn't 13 stop 13 seconds. You couldn't stop for 30. You've been stopping them most of the game, but for 13 seconds, y'all all of a sudden forgot how to play defense. In basketball, that, in basketball, you don't play sudden death. This ain't basketball. Overtime. This ain't basketball. All this right. ain't baseball. This ain't hockey. It ain't soccer. This is NFL football. <laughs> hockey is the only sport that can have a, a a a real sudden death. I don't even know why we're talking about the other sports. This is the NFL. This is the America's most favorite, most watched sport exactly. by far. Because those other sports, basketball, you really can't. You can't really say, but baseball. But, no, but hockey, ho- hockey's the best. Is no. the best. Uh, the no. best overtime in sports. No, you know why it's different. I'll what? tell you why it's different because hockey playoff and playoff hockey. Well, whatever. It's just the sports, endemically speaking. Hockey and basketball, more so basketball. It's basically the same five players play offense and defense up and down. And mm-hmm. hockey, you may shift lines, but during those lines, those guys are playing offense and defense at the same time. Right. Football is the one sport where it's a whole different set of people. And we saw the 49ers win because of what? Because of their defense. They didn't just score one offensive touchdown. And they held no, who should probably be. Offensive touchdown. Right. They held who should probably be the offensive. Uh, Special or the, teams. The, right. They should probably held who should have been the MVP of this year, possibly. Whether you like Aaron Rodgers or not, he probably – Definitely is in the MVP conversation at home to basically the first drive. And that's pretty much it. And, and, and kick the field goal later on. Didn't basically didn't do nothing at home. They won because of defense. All you got to do is make one play. All you got to do is stop one series. Hope to a field goal. That's that's a good point because What's turnover. That game had the potential to go to overtime. Exactly. You mean it you think San Fran wouldn't have wouldn't have loved to have their defense on the field first right. in that game. Yeah, between the two, like if it went to over, why well, you say if it went to overtime, San Francisco would be like, "Oh, we lost a toss. Okay, we'll play defense first. Yeah, we're caught but, in the moment of of what we saw in that game, and, and, and we like, and we wanted to see exactly Allen get a chance, prison of the moment. But here, but here's every the F- but every team that doesn't apply for that doesn't but, apply to every team. But here's the effed up thing about it. San Francisco is the number one defense in the league. The Bills were. Yep. <laughs> you were the number one defense in the league, and you couldn't stop them when it mattered most. That's on y'all, man. I got no sympathy for you. Change the rules. Why? Because you lost? You know, that sounds like voting in America. Let's well, change no, the rules because we no, lost. No, no, no. Let's change uh, the rules because we lost. It's we didn't like the way before, we lost. Though. This isn't the first time it's because sad. Right, because yeah, we didn't yeah. like the way we lost. Exactly. Hey, somebody's going to win and lose, man. If you don't want to lose, you need to do what you can to win. Don't talk crying to me because it's not fair. Hey, you know, it's not fair. What was this, this little league? 
This, yeah, this looks like look, Pee Wee League. Everybody uh, gets a consolation trophy. Hey, look oh, at man. look at look this at when this happened to Justin Fields and the Bears in two years. Hey man, don't, it's don't, don't be crying. I won't. Don't you know who I'll be mad at? I won't. Who's you know who I'll be mad at? I'll be mad at the defense because you didn't do enough to stop them. Just like when, just exactly. like when they could have beat the just Raiders like, a couple years just ago. Just like I say, when we did not stop Nick Foles, everybody wants to blame the kicker. Our defense was supposed to be yes. top notch. And we didn't stop Nick Foles at home, 75 yards at, at home. home and leaving our weak quarterback with 40 some seconds to try to score a touchdown. I mean, hey, to man, try to kick a game winning field goal. Don't you disparage the New York Giants new starting quarterback. Don't you disparage Mr. Trubisky like that. Okay. <laughs> really? You hey, think so? If Brian Dayball goes to the Giants, which is looking like he might. I wouldn't be shocked if uh, Mitchell Trubisky comes and competes, quote unquote, for the job against Daniel Jones, because you got to see if Daniel Jones can can play. And if I'm a new head coach, I, I'm not tying I myself will, to him. I will say this. I I am rooting for that to happen. Just just like I would love to see it happen. Now, I mean, I think he can beat out Daniel Jones. <laughs> I like it just be funny just to see the Giants team struggle between two half-ass quarterbacks, but okay. <laughs> but I mean, but yeah, I mean, it is what it is, man. They had their opportunity and and they failed. I mean, look, we talk about fairness. Shoot, San Francisco wouldn't be in the playoffs if they defense. This is what happened. They got in the playoffs. Versus the Rams, right? Last game of the season. They got the ball first. They kicked the field goal. Rams got the ball back. Stafford threw a pick. Well, defense, I'm not, defense I matters. I don't care. I don't care about the regular season overtime. I'm talking about playoffs. Hey, but look, look who's in the championship game. Yeah. <laughs> the Rams, oh, man, look. the Rams gotta beat the team they allowed to get in the playoffs. Right. Look, it's a team sport. And they lost as a team, and the defense did not do it. If anybody, if 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 uh, Josh Allen should be upset with anybody, it's not the NFL rules committee or the situation because that's hey everybody plays under the same rules. Be upset at your defense, and maybe look at your and defensive he, coordinator he, sideways. Well, no, like, to, yeah, to, he to, he said some good. He said a yeah, good thing yeah. after the game. I'm not talking about what he said. I'm talking about what is in his heart. I'm talking about that look of that 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 shell shock look he had. <laughs> when he was like, I didn't even get a shot. Like all, like, dude, I didn't did everything. Thirteen seconds. That's all I'm asking you for. Is thirteen um, seconds. Both twelve and a half. I'm sorry. In a playoff game, both offenses should get a shot. That's all. That's all I'm saying. They did have a shot. They hey, look, look. The Chiefs don't score so fast. You know, with 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 uh, Cheetah fall down to one yard line. How many times we see a player fall down to one yard line? You know what I'm saying. I and mean, Cheetah should have got penalized because he did the deuces. Yep, before yeah. getting the end zone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. They, they I think it was go. so fast though that you couldn't. Everybody really saw see it. It. So, yeah. it wasn't so fast. You we can see it on the replay. It. Yeah, we all yeah, saw it. Yeah, replay. It, 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 I'm talking. It, it, I'm talking it, it, real. I'm talking, I'm talking ah, real time. We saw it real time. Real time. I just saw legs moving. That's it. Yeah, we saw it real time. That boy is fast. Now, dude, I, I brought my daughter in. I said, you will know the difference between speed and acceleration. That's acceleration. <laughs> he was running. He was like the road runner, man. Yeah, little feet just go. You couldn't even see. Me, dude, I, me. I, 
I think the only person I can recall football wise seeing someone that kind of acceleration was Devin Hester. Like, and even that he blew past even his. Oh, that was faster than Devin. No, 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 no. I'm right. Exactly. It's faster than Devin Hester's. I'm saying the only person I can think of that comes close to that was like Devin Hester's accelerator, like, like zero to 60. I'm just saying going from zero to 60, dude, that acceleration was just, I think, I think they're two different types of runners. Yes. See, Devin Hester going to get, he get that hole. He gone. See, Cheetah will do a lot of other stuff. Oh, I, I, and, I, and then he get that line. He gone. I think they're about equal in speed. No, 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 no. I'm not talking speed. I'm l- literally just saying going from zero to 60. I'm not talking about top end speed. Che- look, look, hands down. Cheetah fastest to accelerate, fastest top end speed. I'm not saying Devin Hester is at his level. I'm saying the only one that I can think of that even sort of kind of no, comes I close I, no, is I, Devin I, Hester. I think that. And, and it's and, and seeing Devin Hester for all the years we did here to see the cheetahs like, okay, that's just, that's just a different level, man. Your superpower is like, you like to flash, like your superpower is speed. Like, he, like you, you, yeah. you, you went ahead in time. Like you went ahead in time. You go so fast. You break the. I'll the, say, I'll say cheetah light. is the one guy. Usually fast guys don't look fast. They just, they just, they're just yeah. blowing past you. Yeah. Like I, I they know, don't necessarily look fast. Like to me, Devin Hester didn't look fast, but he was gone. Cheetah, like you said, it might be because he's so small, so he got to take more steps. And so <laughs> the legs <laughs> right, look right. like they they moving <laughs> so fast. Like you saying both. You saying both. Right. He was so long right. that it didn't look like he was taking many steps to burn you. So it didn't really, but Cheetah, them feet, them little feet yeah. moving. <laughs> that, but you know what? That's what he looked like. You watch those uh, Animal Kingdom videos of Cheetahs running. That's what he looks like. He looks like he just like, dude, like how you, and his start and stop is just ridiculous, dude. It's just like, you don't know what the hell to do. You know, you just, you're afraid to, to lunge at him because if you lunge, you miss. It's over with. It's over. Yeah. You get the deuces. Uh, the early game Sunday. Bucks and Rams. That one was another one that was, uh, that was a, a little crazy. Uh, I think everybody everybody thought that that Brady was going to be able to pull it out. They they thought you know after the uh, the Cam Makers fumble at half, right before the half, that all that that gave Brady his in, and uh, he he did. <laughs> he got it tied up, but uh, but the Rams were able to pull it off. Uh, in that last that last minute with another field goal, uh, last second field goal. Um, but yeah, great great game though, great game, no doubt about it. Yeah, I like I was one that everybody. I'm I'm a Brady guy, but I was one that in that first half I'm like, it's over with. When they got when they it was a was it a Brady fumble that it was a Brady no it was the Brady interception that got them the ball right before half where they had a chance to score. And I said, at that point, I said it's over because I didn't see any indication that the uh, Tampa defense was going to be able to stop them. And then when Cam Akers fumbled, I posted, I said, you know what? That's all Brady typically needs to, to start his comeback. So I'm like coming out of half, they're gonna have to get a stop. And let's see what happens. And 
the third quarter was just weird. <laughs> just just a lot of wild stuff was happening. I think both teams turned it over. Neither team did anything. And then the fourth quarter came, and it was like Rams was just like allergic to prosperity at that moment. They just was – they were just they – were, they were just like, you know what, Brady? We want you to, to – we want you to come – everybody on the team, but of all people, Matthew Stafford was just – like, okay, Brady, you can come back, you know, and like, and Brady is the guy you can't, cause he gonna look, okay, I'm gonna come back. Right. And came back, fought back. I thought it was going to overtime. Now I didn't, I can't say I thought Brady was going to win because it was going to overtime. Don't know what could happen. It was going to be <laughs> on the luck of a coin flip. <laughs> but the Tampa defense on that last possession for the Rams. What the hell? Why would why would you call a cover zero there? That's that's. But that then, when you sense. look at it, two of your blitzers didn't come. Right. What was that all about? How, how does that happen? Two didn't come. But you got a safety cover in Cooper Cup, though. But did you see the amount of time Stafford had? Yes, yes, yes. Kind of was able to step into that throw. A zero blitz. He ain't got that time. He rushed that throw. He was able to stand back there because two blitzers didn't come. So you're saying it was a it was a mis uh, uh, miscommunication there, or it was something. You call zero blitz and you don't go? Yeah, that's that's kind of weird. Yeah. My I, I just I just say there's you you gotta have you gotta have safety help in that in that situation. Sorry, that's I don't I, I don't even necessarily think you had to blitz there. Now that I, I agree. agree. That I agree. I agree with. You didn't have to blitz. You got you gotta have somebody, you gotta have somebody over the top. In my opinion, just just as the position says, as a safety. Yeah, I, <laughs> look, yeah, I, yeah, I agree, I agree. <laughs> but if you're gonna do it, everybody got to do it. <laughs> right, 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 right. That's so, my thing. Didn't get that, but but Matt Stafford, hey, tip my cap. I have a little bit more respect for you. Now let's see if you can finish the deal. You it's know? funny. I saw I saw Lions fans were really excited about uh, about the Rams beating the the Bucks with uh, with Stafford. You know, that, sort of that's weird. Well, sort of like that's the Bears too. fans were when Robbie Gold was kicking the uh, the game winning <laughs> field goal against the Packers. <laughs> so some more just Brady hate as opposed to rooting for Stafford. Uh, uh, no, no, I think it was it was it was uh yes. it was more I think with Stafford, Stafford it was I think yeah. the city of Detroit really loved him. Yeah, yeah. I think it was more Stafford love. Ours I was think definitely for us more, was Rogers was more hate. Rogers hate. Yes, Rogers absolutely. Hate. And that's why hate. I said it's weird with Detroit because it's like 
damn, you you really realize that your franchise ain't shit because <laughs> now you're seeing for sure if he got some some talent around him, what could possibly happen? Like, so that's to me is like really like well, he, they did have they did have talent around them. They were just undisciplined. <laughs> I mean, uh, the whole problem. coaching staff. They yeah, lost. They, they lost a lot of games right. based on on stupid you, penalties. You're right because guess what? Guess who else was over there? One that had a stupid ass penalty in that game, a Dominican suit. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a real dumbass penalty. Like so. so. Yeah, and and then right. uh, uh, Cincinnati and Tennessee. Um, <laughs> Man, dude. After those games, I, I, I said that quarterback play is a little overrated. Uh, after those two games on yeah, Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those two games on Saturday, both defenses was bald. Yeah, yeah. Both defenses in those games were bald. Uh, Tennessee, they they – they got to make a change. They can't. They can't rock with Tannehill any longer. I don't think. So that's Aaron Rodgers. Nah. Well, hey, again, you go to a division. The team, everything's in place but the quarterback. Yeah. And yeah, the division is horrible. The Colts are the only team that can give you any kind of tug, and they got quarterback you know, issues. I haven't heard anyone but... say. I haven't heard anyone say it. that's actually not. A, that I think about it, you're right. That's, that's why you have me idea. on the show. That's why I you see. guys have me on. Do I you? See. No one's saying it, and I wonder because everyone realized how run centric they are. Dude, you but how do they different? No, but he's got yeah, Julio he's got Jones. he's got he's got wide receiver talent. They 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 would have wide receiver talent. He's got the best running back in the league. Yeah, all you need is like a, a good slot guy. And you can draft one of those in this third round, second, third round. And it's Aaron Rodgers throwing it. And it's an AFC team. They, so Green Bay wouldn't have, have a problem. And they're in they're they're in a shitty division. A like shitty said. division. Like the think about that. And if you're Aaron Rodgers, it's Nashville. So it's not a huge mm-hmm. jump culturally from Green Bay in terms of you're in a small market. You're the you're you're the toast of the town. You're you you know what I'm saying? And you're you're kind of in a, a purple state to some degree. Nashville, so Nashville is so much better than Green Bay. No, I'm not saying it's not. But I'm just saying you just saying football. Oh no, I, I understand that, but I'm saying culture to go to Nashville. Right. Oh well, yeah. That's, that's yeah, and that's that's a, Nashville's that's a, that's not a, bad. No, that's an uptick and you can do worse. Right, and you're not going to get the kind of scrutiny you would if you went to even if you went to Denver, you get more scrutiny because you're in the shadow of Elway and Peyton Manning, so you have to go to the Super Bowl there. Right. Tennessee, you don't have Man, to go to the Super Bowl. You got to go Mahomes. Right, twice a year, and Herbert twice a year, and even Derek Carr has proven to be competitive. So, <laughs> nah, hey, no, 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 hell no. He go to. I don't care where he go. He better get to a Super Bowl. That's that's for damn sure. Oh, no doubt. But what I'm saying is your road, <laughs> your road to getting there is is was more difficult if you go to Denver. But yes, and and and, and, and because of the division you're in it's more difficult and it's probably possibly less likely in a lot of ways. And if you go through that and don't win or don't get to the Super Bowl, but even if you win and make the playoffs, but don't get to the Super Bowl, you ain't impressing nobody in Denver because Peyton Manning went to two and won one. Elway went to five and won two. So what are you doing? But you go to Tennessee 
hey, you got us, you got us a division championship and got us at the AFC championship game or got us a Super Bowl. Even if you didn't win it, Tennessee, you know, it's at least like, hey, we don't see that often. We've only seen it yeah. once in our whole organization from Houston to Tennessee. I'm just saying it's a little less. You get smashed. You get smashed by the by the national media a bit more, but locally you ain't gonna get locally. smashed as much. I'm yeah. just saying it's 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 a far less arduous road to winning a division and maybe hosting the playoffs, you know, than than that gauntlet in the AFC West or even now the NFC or AFC Central. Not that you know maybe Cleveland might be a spot if you can convince you know the Packers to take Mayfield and some kind of trade and first round picks or whatever. You, I mean, the Browns are pretty much ready-made as well. Maybe get one more wide receiver, but that defense is ready to win. What's so the Green saying, Bay could get for for Aaron Rodgers? Man, three first rounds. That much? It's Aaron Rodgers, dude. Yeah, wow. Can't have it to offer. I mean, if, if you're Philadelphia, but, you know, you're dealing with a guy in the same conference. So I don't know if you want to do that for Philadelphia. But if you trade Jalen Hurts, two first rounds, a fourth round, or third and a fourth round, something like that, or a second round. Well, they're know. not, not going to trade him in, in the NFC, I don't think. Uh, you never know. I mean, we didn't think that before. Yeah. We, we saw we saw Donovan McNabb be traded in division. <laughs> so, yeah, but they but they honestly thought he was done. So I, I understand that. I'm just saying. Rogers, but if, Rogers you, but if you do it, it depends on what you get from it, though. Right. I mean, if you're the, if you're the Packers and you say Jalen Hurts is, is a better Jordan Love, and you're getting first round picks, you, you figure, and, and you're in a division that's in, you know, in disarray. Like yeah, that's what I'm team. saying. Yeah. I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't rule it out because any quarterback that you can get in exchange has a quality chance to win in this division. This division is right in shambles. I mean, right. We have a rookie quarterback. Detroit is Detroit. Don't know what the hell's happening in Minnesota. Like right. So you still in the mix. You very it much ain't in completely the mix. over. <laughs> and, and and keep in mind, we know that Aaron Rodgers can be beaten in the playoff games because we've seen it. Yeah. So if you're Green Many Bay, times. right? If you're Green Bay, you gonna know his weaknesses as much as anybody else, if not more so. So and guess what? He's not like he's 27, a 30, a 32. <laughs> you know, he's starting to age. So. And then he's so damn flaky. Maybe he goes to Philly and then he flakes out and decides to host uh, Jeopardy. You know, I'm just saying, if I'm Green Bay, like like Smoke said, it all depends on what I'm getting out of it. I'm willing to trade Aaron Rodgers. So NFC Championship coming up, or, or both championship games, I should say, NFC and AFC. Uh, Rams and um, 49ers. And then uh, uh, Chiefs and what can I remember now? And Bengals, man, that was that was really man. My memory's in trouble there. <laughs> Chiefs and Bengals. <laughs> uh, who you who you guys got coming out? Smoke. I got I got Chiefs. I got Chiefs Niners. Wow, Chiefs Niners. Rematch from year before last. Wow. Um, I'm going to go. I got uh, Chiefs uh, Rams. Chiefs Rams. I, I can't see the Rams 
They're so close. Hey, you know what? Real quick, what seemed funny to me was after that uh, Rams game and after the even the Chiefs game, it felt like those teams thought they had gone to the uh, Super Bowl. Like they won the AFC and the NFC championship games. Everyone was just so elated. I'm like, dude, y'all guys still got one more game left. But y'all like, oh man, like I, I, ooh, we, we beat I, Tom Brady. I noticed that. I noticed that, but I didn't trip on it with the Chiefs because they've been there before. True. True. But the Rams, like honestly, you beat a team you already beat. Right. You got to play a team that's been whooping on your ass. <laughs> like, so, right, right. so. It ain't over. You ain't there yet. You got a tall task ahead. You're on six in the last six versus this team. Wow. Like, so, granted, the Bengals beat the Chiefs, but like I said, the Chiefs been there before. Right. They, they I think the excitement with the Chiefs was how it happened. Right. But that's the thing. You, you saw it late. It was such a game. It's like such an epic game. It's like, you know, the, the denouement of having to play the Bengals. Just like, you know, it's like, ah, uh, you know, you, you, the, the letdown is it felt like the other game was such a huge epic game that this other one is just like, you know, mm-hmm. it, you know, just, a, you know, just, just something we got to do. No, yeah. fool. The other team is like, hey, you can forget about us if you want, but you still got one more game to play. It just kind of felt that way to me. I just, I don't know if y'all felt the same way. I thought some of that kind of seemed to, to seep out a little bit, but I'm sorry, is who, who you feeling is going to win? I want to say it's going to be uh, 49ers and Chiefs, but I saw, I saw a lot, a lot of, a uh, lot of injuries uh, at the end of that Packers 49ers game. Um, oh, oh, Debo. Yeah, Debo. Uh, yeah, Trent so. Williams was hurt. Yeah, uh, he's got an ankle. Uh, there were a couple, couple others there that hopefully they're hopefully they're ready to go. Uh, this weekend, I would like, but I want to see 49ers, 49ers Chiefs. That's my, that's my hope. And I'll still, I'm hoping my boy Joe come through, but I don't, I don't see it happening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see it happening. Hey, let's move on to, uh, to Bulls and, um, they're, they're <laughs> weak. I don't, you know, they went two and two. Okay. Um, you know, bad loss to um, uh, I say played pretty well against up against Milwaukee, but then the bad loss. What did they? The bad loss to Orlando. Orlando. That uh, that shouldn't have been. Uh, but I think the the story of the week weekend was uh, was um, uh, Caruso, Alice Caruso, and, and Grayson Allen. Um, Alex Caruso injured on Grayson Allen's uh, just just awful, awful um, uh, foul. They called it a flagrant two, which I think it should have been. Uh, and then they gave him a one-game suspension, which I think was not Garbage. nearly enough when you got a guy that's now out with a with a fractured wrist for six to eight weeks. Um, just my just my opinion. Um, and later later for Grayson Allen. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can do without him in the NBA, really. It, it, <laughs> you know what, man? And I've been fighting with myself because I don't know if you guys remember, I said I like Grayson Allen on that team because, you know, of his edge. 
Uh-huh. Silly for me, it comes to bite me in the ass. <laughs> because it, 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 it. But, but what he did had nothing to do with edge, though. No. Because, was... yeah, the initial play on the ball would have just been a hard foul. Yeah, that would have been fine. The, just the, would have just play, been a hard foul. The play with, his, with like, his left, he went for the ball. It should have ended there. It should have just ended there. Yeah, yeah. But Grayson Allen, you got to be Grayson Allen. And come <laughs> swing the other arm and right. do what you did. You know, and and for the NBA to allow a person with that track record to do what he did and only give him one game is bullshit. Because what if he did that? If he did that to one of the big stars, the NBA wouldn't have had that approach. He'd have been cooked. He would have been done for a much longer time. If that was per se LeBron James and LeBron James out six to eight weeks with a fractured wrist, you think he would have got one game? Nope. No. That's the that's what pisses me off about the NBA, man. I understand your money makers. I understand that. But like when it comes to health and safety, that man big you money don't mean he's more health. His health means more than mine. Like that don't mean that. Like now we now this guy is out six to eight weeks. Who's to say he's gonna come back and be the same person? This could have a long term effect on his career. And you yeah. did nothing to get this guy one game suspension. Yeah. Like the NBA got to be better than that, man. They got to be better than that. And and it's a guy with a track record. Right. With a track record. Like <laughs> like it wasn't. Uh, of one of first offense, right? Right, exactly. This is the guy you know about, and you you can see in a slow motion how bad it was, and how dangerous. I mean, what if he, he injured his spine? Yeah, you know, I mean, he completely. I mean, you talk about defenseless in the air. I mean, hell, man. even football players are like, man, man, that that shit was just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the defensive back would be like, hey, dog, you, you can't do that shit. <laughs> that was he, awesome. landed, he landed. He landed on his face practically, man. Almost. He could have like, broke his tooth. What, what yeah. was the dude broke his tooth in? The, in the, what was, it? was that? Uh, somebody fell when they they they, they lost some teeth mm-hmm. in the wood Jay, a few years back. Jalen Brown. That happened to him before. Yeah, that's just, that's, that, was, that was jacked up, dude. I mean, you got man, dude. That yeah, dude. That's one of them dudes you just want to punch in the face. and and that's my thing and you in the nba you giving them one game you giving the opponents now the mindset okay the nba not gonna take care of this right now i got to but guess what you're gonna suspend those people right 10 10 20 games right when when you didn't when you didn't nip it in the bud from jump if a fight breaks out, right? It's like, like, what if a team decides? What if the Bulls, somebody on the Bulls decide? Okay, you know what? We're not gonna hurt Grayson Allen because guess what? He ain't he ain't making a difference in wins and losses. Because Caruso <laughs> means a difference for us in wins and losses. Right? How about we? How about we hurt Holiday Middleton or 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 big ass Giannis? Well, no, you don't go after Giannis. That's too obvious. You go after somebody else. You know. But I'm just saying, like, take out what Bobby. If some, what what if some? Nah, you ain't taking out Bobby. Bobby, right. crazy yeah, eyes ain't that's going. That's a tall task. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I wouldn't recommend that, Bulls. That's a tall task. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, what 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 then? Like, 
like what what NBA like how how like what's going to happen? Like if somebody Giannis decides to take a three and somebody goes Zaza Pachulia, go up <laughs> right. under him, you know, subtly so he can roll that ankle up bad, you know, like you know, like things are going to start happening because of the effects of this guy and be and because of the effects of the decision the NBA made not to show stern discipline like that i've always said adam silver is a soft ass uh commissioner he he's a, he's very friendly david stern would have probably probably i don't know he was a part of the crazy ass nba so he probably wouldn't have did a damn thing because it was that was the style of the nba when he was commissioner. but, <laughs> but you know what so. though <laughs> they, they weren't no real goons back then. i mean even even bill led beer you know, as as bad as he was, and the hate that I have for him, uh-huh. Bill Lambeer was a damn all star. You know, uh-huh. he he could do he could do things. Grayson Allen ain't doing nothing for the Bucks other Wait. than than that. So, so you're licensing it based upon your ability to contribute to the NBA. Yes, and, and absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you can be a goon as long as you're actually you know contributing to hey. the NBA to the to the to the to the great play in the NBA. Like LeBron got suspended for the the elbow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He got suspended a game for that. He got a right? game for that, yeah. He got a for game for really, that. for really for the guy's reaction, right? Not for, for the act, really. Right. Like, like, come on, man. That's that's all I'm saying. It is but what it was, is. Though. That was what that was worse than than. Grayson Allen was worse than what LeBron. Yes, did. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, much worse. Um, but then last night, OKC, uh, Zach came back. That was good to see. Um, and and Billy gave uh, he gave Demar Derozan a, a well deserved <laughs> night off of rest. Yeah. And luckily, the Bulls held on to a to a victory there. Um, but once this man, once they get back to to one hundred percent, which now is going to be a lot longer, because uh, you got ball out now for uh, we got breaking news has he, too. Has he had the, has he had the surgery yet? I don't know, but we got breaking news too. What you got? Saw it on my phone when we first started, so we wasn't starting on bulls, so I left it alone. Uh, Derrick Jones six to eight. Uh, Are you serious? Six to eight weeks. Um, everybody come back in April. Fractured his right index finger today while working out. This team is is snake bitten, bro. Yeah, snake bitten. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And they can't get out the way, man. If it ain't one kind of bug, if it ain't a pandemic bug, it's an injury bug. That's just oh, mad. Man. Okay. I mean, these cats are catching multiple things. Like, you know, look, look, one thing is bad. Let me catch hell once. These cats are catching hell. Like, like Caruso done caught hell like three times. What? Ball. Everybody's catching at least twice. Like, I like, let's, I don't even, I don't even want to say anybody's name because I don't want to put it on them. But whoever's avoided it so far, I mean, you know, just be careful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like that cloud hanging over. Sle- Am I might date myself again if I say slept rock. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I, I knew that. Yeah. Okay. Whew. Okay. It's like that cloud that hangs over Slep Rock. This follows him wherever he goes. Damn. Yep. That's messed up. That's messed up. 
All right. Well, um, that's not good. <laughs> that derails the show. Uh, all right. Yeah. All right. So, well, Derek Jones is out. So, like I say, what is that? What is what is that? Where does that take us to? April, beginning of April. Yeah. Safely, yeah. I mean, they, they're going to maybe play in March, end of March. But yeah, you're basically going to have to use April to get your game legs back. Hope you're healthy enough going forward. And so that means we may be fighting for the sixth spot, fifth, sixth spot. I don't spot. think so, though. I think we're going. I think we're going to stay within the top four. Well, yeah, that's if nobody else goes down. Well, you got. Well, yeah, that's. But you just look around the league right now, though. Yeah, it's but, it's it's not really just us. True. True. <laughs> true. That's true. It's not really just us. All right. Like, so you're hoping I, I guess only team you're, that's you're hoping to get most everybody back by the end of March. And then that way you could get them into some type of plan shape for the start of the playoffs, which um, I guess we'll start the week of April 10th. Yeah. My thing is, wait, when is the play-in? It would be that weekend. That would, the, last, the last game is Sunday, April 10th at Minnesota. Okay. So I would assume the so play-in will play be later, later that week, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So... But it's, I'm like I'm I'm talking about just getting in the playing shape, yeah, to be yeah. ready. That's a, that's that's a lot to ask there, man. And it's like you can't even. How are you? I'm hearing they discussing trying to get Grant without, uh, but they're not offering uh, Pat Will. But I'm like, how can you trade anybody? Like, who's available to trade? With yeah. the injuries we have. Yeah. I mean, granted, right. we're gonna trade Ball Caruso. I felt Derrick Jones was a tradable piece. Like yeah. well, you definitely can't trade him can't now. Trade him now. Uh, you know, so. Hey man, let's get off this depressing stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh nah, shit, you about to go to something even more depressing. <laughs> <laughs> so the Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame voting came out today. And uh, David Ortiz, Big Poppy, is the only one to get the uh, the seventy five percent of the votes necessary to to become enshrined. Uh, first Barry, ballot, baby. First ballot, yeah. Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, uh, Sammy Sosa are out. Uh, this was their last opportunity to be on the. Uh, the writer's ballot. Now they can in the future uh, get on through the veterans committee, but uh, yeah, that's it. Now, all of those people have uh, steroid suspicion, right? Yes, they Poppy, do. Poppy tested positive, positive in 2003. Circumstantial. Uh, Circumstantial. Well, 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 Barry Bonds never tested positive. Bonds never tested positive, <laughs> but in a court of law, he did admit to taking the clear and the cream, which is not <laughs> it's it's not street legal. 
Um, <laughs> Roger Clemens, uh, he got told on uh, in he a court of law. Yeah. Is it fair? Hell no. Hell no. So you think Bonds Bonds should have been uh, elected to the Hall of Fame? Yes, yes, all of them. It's, it's it's like the league benefited off that. That's true. Like the league benefited off that, man. Like like how are you going to hold that against them when you benefited off that? But the major league baseball people aren't voting; it's the writers who are voting, and and that it makes it even worse. You motherfuckers didn't even play, and I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> like like. That makes it even more BS to me because it's not even, they don't care about it being drug use because Poppy's in. It's about who they well, like and who they dislike. Alleged. It's alleged around Poppy, you know. He actually tested No, he positive. tested positive. A false positive. A false positive. <laughs> <laughs> like he's beloved. And, and Barry Bonds always gave him the big F you. What like, about Cle- did, did, was Clemens bad to the media? No, his, but he, his stands so, in court was crazy, and he's so arrogant. He just came yeah, across as like a, a curmudgeon because he wasn't even listed at first. But he got them got to talking about. I wish they would come after me, and sure enough, okay, you want us to? <laughs> we came, silly motherfucker. Uh, yeah, it was his arrogance. What about a Rod? Hey, Rod got a chance. Uh, he's so phony, dude. They're I starting just, to love him. Why? He's so he's like I'm plastic just, man, dude. Hey, I'm just saying. He got a chance. Uh, he's he's like a plastic Pinocchio dog. I say, I say just what, gets longer and longer. <laughs> I'd say the reason A Rod likely won't get in, he failed multiple times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if A-Rod it was just one instance. He might, but he A-Rod, failed most. A-Rod got 34.3% of the vote. That don't seem like good voting. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah I, can you make that? How, how many years does he get? This is his first year on the ballot. How many years does he get? Is it 10 or 5 or 7? or What is it? This is A-Rod, this, no, this is A-Rod's first time, is it? It's not? No, he's, I think he's been on before. You sure? No, this has to be. This was his first? It has yeah. to be. He retired yeah. after Jeter. Yeah, this is his first one. So how many? His first first year on the ballot was last year. So how many years does A Rod get then? Seven. No, they yeah. get uh, ten years. Well, it's more than that. On the ballot. On, on the, the ballot? ballot? Yeah. It, ain't, it can't be that no, much more it than ain't ten. That long. Barry Bonds ain't been gone for. Wait, Bonds years. retired in. Yeah, he retired in. Well, yeah, okay. Maybe it's ten years then. Because Bonds' last season was what two thousand. I I honestly don't know, off the top of my head. So why why does Schilling not make it? Because he's uh, his political views got a lot of stuff for Schilling. I don't know. I don't. That's a good question. It's ten, ten years. Ten, ten years. years okay. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so. So is it poli- is his, his politics or his numbers are pretty decent enough to be a Hall of Fame, right? Yeah. I, he's got what two World Series wins behind his back. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, the one in the the one in Arizona alone should. You would think, right? Yeah. Let's see, Kurt Schilling stats. Yeah, gave them to me. Won 216 games. It's not bad in this day and age. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six all-star appearances. Uh, here's his problem. He does it. No Cy Young Award wins. Uh, he finished second three times. And he finished fourth once. Do you need to win a Cy Young to be in the Hall of Fame? Is that like a prerequisite? No, I don't think so. No, wow. the the number has always been three hundred. It's been three hundred wins for starters, though. Well, but that was a long time ago. Things have changed over the last fifteen. I don't think, 20 I don't years. think they have. I think we're now we're now into who's the last pitcher to go into the Hall of Fame? Is there a way to check that? Yeah, Maddox? Can check that. Yeah. Or Pedro Martinez, or Maddox. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't think two hundred is that. That I, mean, I don't think three hundred is that. I mean, three hundred. Well, I, I don't think three hundred is not going to happen again. Yeah, because Pedro is in the Hall of Fame. He only has two hundred nineteen wins. That's what I'm saying. It's, it, it's not that. It's not that benchmark. I mean, it's like undoubtedly, if you got three hundred, you get in. But I don't think you have to be even near it to get in, based upon like you know. If you want, if you got some worse, if you got some hey, chips man, behind hey, your name, like, and I'm, and I, and I don't like Kurt Schilling at all, but right, that's even more egregious. That it shows how personal, how personal right. these voters are yeah, with keeping you out. I kind of agree. He's a bit of a he's that a tool, shows, but he should be in there. Like that shows. Is he any worse they, than Ty Cobb? Like, no. You know, like baseball, you're going to have the all-time hits leaders not in the Hall of Fame. Home run leaders not in the Hall of Fame. Cy Young Award leader not in the Hall of Fame. This game is becoming a joke. The league is becoming a joke. Like, like come on, man. I, uh, what, what are you preaching? Roy Holiday... And Mike, he Mishina. got in because he died. What's Roy Holiday numbers? Uh, he's two oh, 203 wins, and he died. He got and in after he died. He got after he died, right? Uh, not saying he would have probably eventually got in, but two, two Cy Young Award winners, uh, two Cy Youngs. Wait, One, two, and you said three, Mike Mussina? Four, five, six, seven, eight all-star appearances. Yeah. Mike Mussina in the Hall of Fame? Yep. Oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, hell uh, no. Why? Because he couldn't beat the Yankees? That's why you saying hell no? He was on the Yankees. Oh, so, so, uh, so you don't give him, you don't give him <laughs> up a pass? Okay, here you go. Hell hey, no. Hey, hey, hey. Mike Mussina, 270 wins. 
Really? Yeah. Fall up off hell? MM. Fall off MM. How many yeah. goddamn games did he? Uh, career ERA. How many seasons? 3.68. Yeah, that's a Hall of Fame, bro. 18 years. That's a Hall of Famer. He was the Orioles. He just decided to help you what, guys we, out We didn't for say what Kurt Schilling's ERA was. Kurt Schilling ERA, 3.16. 20 years. Yeah, he should be in the Hall of Fame, dude. Yeah. Probably. I didn't realize Mike Mussina had 270 goddamn wins. Shows what I know. Uh, let's see. And then before him, it's because you always saw him as an Oreo. You couldn't get that image out <laughs> your head. The last starter for through the writers, because Jack Morris got in um, through the Veterans Committee, uh, but through the writers, I'm going down the list here. Uh, was that the last? Thank you. Wait, let me do that again. I'm looking yeah. at starting Max. pitchers, by the way. Maddox. I think Maddox was the last pitcher, wasn't he? Uh, I, no, Randy Johnson. Last starting pitcher, yeah. Uh, Randy Johnson got in. Pitcher was... Randy and Pedro Martinez. Uh, Randy Johnson, Pedro Martinez, John Smoltz were all the same year. Uh, and then 2014 was Tom Glavin and Greg Maddox. Were those their first years on the ballot? I think they I think so. Ballot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I mean, and of I course, just... the big hurt Frank Thomas. Just want to right. throw it out there. Right. Boosh. Yes, <laughs> but, I, uh, have my, I have my issues. This is just. But yeah, I don't. I don't it's. Well, it's over now. Yeah, <laughs> it's over now. The you know, like I said, they can, they can get in on the, through the veterans committee, but uh, I don't I don't know the steroid issue meant nothing to me yeah. because everybody was doing it. Well, yeah. not everybody. Here's, the most here was part. my I was Other I was worried. Oh, I was the one per, the one reason I was worried because the the one guy that I know that wasn't doing it and whose numbers stay consistent throughout that time. Was Frank Pujols. Thomas? Oh, okay. Was Frank, and so there was a time where, and even I think Frank got pissed off about it, where you know Frank was hitting you know thirty five to forty home runs a year, and all of a sudden Sosa and company and, and McGuire start hitting seventy. Man, that's 60s. what happened with Bonds though. Bonds and was then feel, Bonds felt, the same, felt like same way. way. Bonds started, and then his numbers inflated. Yeah, Frank's numbers were staying the same, and everybody was thinking, well, Frank, why are your numbers not going up? Well, now you know. Um, So I was was like, man, I hope, I hope, you know, they're going to mess around and not put Frank in, and, and, you know, he went in first ballot. So after that, I was happy. I was like, you know what? I don't care about the rest of it, you know. (laughs) Everybody else can go in now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just uh, I don't know what to say. I say for the most part, eighty percent of the league, both pitchers and hitters, were doing it. So yeah. it's so granted, you 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 award a guy like like Ken Griffey, you award a guy like Frank Thomas, who who you who appeared to not be doing anything. 
You know, I'm not uh, going to just flat come out on, say. Nah, come on, nah, man. Nah. Listen, come on. listen, listen. I don't believe they did. But. Oh, well, Frank, I, remember, Frank was the only one that, that uh, when they went to Congress, Frank was the only one to testify voluntarily and, you know, told what he know, what he knew, you know. Yeah. I mean, I don't uh, I don't believe they did it at all. But I'm saying, I yeah. mean. But in that time, most of the league was doing. I mean, listen, I'm a Jeter guy. I know, like, I'm I'm willing to say confidently he didn't do it. But hey, I don't know, dude. Who's you, to know? When you crazy who's like that, say? you run into the stands because you don't think anything can hurt you. You run through walls. I mean, you know, you on that juice. Hey, hey, he might. Who <laughs> knows? <just old>. <laughs> Jeter, Jeter is my he is was, my hall of was, famer. He was Jeter's definitely probably on Adderall. <laughs> doing what you said Jeter, Jeter is my all time Hall of Famer for just nightlife you know that's <laughs> that's all I'm going to say you know but man like if I could live anybody's life it would definitely be Derek Jeter's let's put that out but there. I mean as, as y'all said though it's it's not the MLB that's making this call it's it's, it's the baseball the writers, writers. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's the writers so you, you know. might as well do a damn fan vote uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I mean, at, the, at the end of the day you know the hall of fame it's a museum man um and i think no matter what i mean i think steroid era should be you know it should be documented hey this is what happened so let them all in you and, i mean you're not you're not negating their records no 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 Dang, let them all in damn just let everybody in. I mean, you still want to put out that to the world that Babe and Ruth by the exists. Way, so, I mean, hey, Babe Ruth does exist. Stop does. that. He does that a, too. It's a there, mythical character. There are there are movies. <laughs> there are movie uh, film, films that have been developed <laughs> with Babe Ruth in them. He wore the number three. It's true. It's one hundred percent true. But no. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, damn, I lost my train of thought now. Where was I going with that? Oh well, it doesn't. I guess it doesn't really matter. Uh, oh no, no, no. I was saying that uh, Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Should definitely be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, you know what I'm saying? This no. Yeah. No, he bet. He gambled. So nope. what? That's that dude. I no man. You you sold your teammates out. You sold the organization out. You sold your soul. And you was already making money. It was after he was so playing. What? Yeah, he was. He got caught as a manager. It, it was. It, he got caught as, as a got, player. He got as a caught. Player. He got caught. Okay. Afterwards, he was doing as a player. Paul well, Horning. So? Paul Horning got caught gambling. Hey man, how can you switch? Is in the is in the, in the Hall of Fame. Football ain't the same as baseball. Okay. Though. Okay. Whatever. Man. Hey, and that's why ain't too many of us playing baseball no more. <laughs> 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 because all these bullcrap. Unwritten rules and stuff. But gambling ain't unwritten. I mean, that's supposed to gamble. Well, I mean, now every, everybody's just, making money off gambling now. It's fun. Just the just... Uh, okay. Here we go. Everybody's making so now it's it's okay now. So 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 now alleviate it, man. You know what? You you know what? You know right. I'm I'm i smoke. I'm one of them people. I'm one of the people that's making it personal. I don't like Pete Rose. I think he's a piece of garbage, and I think he'd be incorrigible if you let him. What's your beef with Pete Rose? He's he's an incorrigible. He, he's a he's just he's 
He's he's just a scum bucket, dude. He's a scum bucket person. I, I, I <laughs> no. It, it, hey it, man, it, you it, can't it, say that don't negate the numbers, man. I know. The I said don't negate the man got forty two hundred hits. I literally said it's personal. I just don't like him. I, hey, I, 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 Pete Rose ain't I, done yeah, to you, man. It can't get no uh, more personable for hey, me with Kirk. Pete Schindler, Rose, you my boy. With his views, and he beat my Yankees twice in the World Series in a in a three zero comeback. So it can't get no more personable than that. And I even said he still belongs in the Hall of Fame. You let I don't me down. give a damn if he ever get in. I have no sympathy for him if he never get in, but I think okay. he belongs. I, I, I think you're let... saying what I'm saying. I think yeah. you're saying P. Rose belongs, but you don't yeah. give a goddamn if he get okay. in. That's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I was a Reds fan. I love the big red machine. Reds one of my favorite colors. George Foster. You know, Joe Morgan, I thought he was related. I mean, all those things, man. Dave Concepcion, Johnny Bench is one of my favorite players of all time. I mean, and I like Pete Rose. Related. You could say that's your cousin. <laughs> yeah, third cousin, fifth yeah, removed. Yeah. Uh, but Pete Rose, man, I was just like, dude, man, really? You had to go out like that. I just, yeah, I, maybe I was still young and impressionable. I still had a narrative about sports. I still thought there was something you know, intrinsically noble about being an athlete and and, and, and holding uh, true to everything. You, and he blew uh, that shit up. Here's me. here's the deal. You thought you thought something was noble about baseball. Nothing, nothing I has did. ever come you out. Thought. Nothing I has did. ever come out. Nothing has ever come out that Pete bet against the Reds. <sighs> yeah, okay. We all know how gamblers operate. Ain't nothing sacred when you gambling and you got but that kind was, of an he addiction. Was, he was making parlays, so I'm sure he was saying, okay. Reds to win here. Uh, I'm gonna take the Phillies over the Cubs. I'm gonna take the Padres <laughs> over the Dodgers. I'm gonna take the Giants over the A's. Uh, what do you know? Well, they wouldn't have been playing back then. Uh, give me a National League team. The the Cubs. Giants over the Astros. You know, but yeah, you know, whatever. You know, well, I'm, you know, I'm just saying until until they say that he bet against the Reds and he put you know the Reds in some uh, impossible position so that he could win bets is cool with me. Yeah. Let okay. him in. Yeah. Okay. It, that they got his record betting, record-breaking hitting there. Yeah. That they I mean, got he's, Bond's he's, he's, record-breaking that's, home that's run another thing. There. Yeah. Everything, all, you know, all of their uh, like, the, that's the, my the most important memorabilia is in the hall. Well, there you go. He's there. That's I, all that matters. I, I'll tell him, give me my shit. So, so yeah. So, so he don't need so to be in there. Since give he, him his plaque. He's in there, but he ain't in there. Seems like a, seems like a fair deal. To me. <laughs> give him his plaque. <laughs> give him all their plaques. I'm. You know what? I was. I was a little. I was a little uh, on the line with with Barry Bonds. And you know what? Smoke. You didn't. You didn't brought me over, man. Put them all in. Put them all in. Hey, let's go to picks. And uh, we did the, the divisional God round. Damn, Chiefs. Uh, hey, I'm a, I'm a lucky, lucky for me. Uh, I didn't put any you money went on because I went, I went zero and three. Oh, you went zero and three. I went zero and three. Yeah. So we all, we all picked the Bengals, but they did not cover the spread. Oh wait, yes they wait, did. How? They had to. All right, that's what I'm about to say. I'm sorry, they, they did. won. They I thought they were minus. <laughs> yeah. They won. I'm sorry. Like, they, like, anybody, huh? they had to. They, they won. I apologize. 
I know I picked all underdogs, so. So you were three and zero then. Two and one, the Chiefs won. So I picked Glenn, the Bills. Glenn, you went three and zero, right? Or, well, you had the Bengals plus three and a half. So that's one. Chiefs. I think you two. picked the you Chiefs. Yep, you won and that. Yep. You went two and one. You went the Packers. I went Packers. You picked the Packers. Yep. No, no, you picked the Bucks. Oh, you picked the Bucks. You picked the Bucks minus two and a half. So two and one. I was so close. One Damn. field goal. One field goal. <laughs> Wrong team kicked the field goal. Hey, overtime smoked me from three. Uh, smoke. <laughs> you went uh you went two and one. Mm-hmm. You got the Bengals, you got the 49ers, and you lost the Bills. And so you are now uh 25, 30, and two. And yeah, I went one and two. I got the Bengals, I lost the Packers, and I lost the Bucks. So I am now 32, 24, and one. All right. Uh oh. Well, I ain't even close. So we're going to do cha- the championship games. So, so you know, you mentioned my, my, so, my so bad. I'm going to read my score. My, my, my thing. <laughs> did, not, did I read yours? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. It's all right. You don't have to. <laughs> I, I did too read yours. I said you were you were uh, two and one, and that now makes you uh, 22, 33, and two. Oh, oh yeah. I guess I didn't say that. I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. I apologize. You, you can edit that out if you want to. <laughs> I won't. We're going to keep it in. So, Glenn, championship yes, week. What you got? All right. I, I'm going to take Kansas City minus seven. And I'm going to take the Rams minus three and a half. All right. Chiefs minus seven, Rams minus the three and a half. Smoke, what you got? Might be your chance to catch up to me a little bit, Jim, because I'm going dogs, dogs, dogs. I got the Chiefs winning, but I'm going Bengals plus seven. And I'm going Niners plus three and a half. All right. So you got Bengals plus the seven, Niners plus the three and a half. And I think I'm following your way, Smoke. Mm. I'm going Bengals plus the seven, though I think the Chiefs are going to win the game. And I'm going to go to 49ers uh, plus the three and a half. They play, they play the Rams really well. They won the last six. Can't go against that. So uh they so beat up though. That's that's why I kind of went against yeah, went away from yeah. they gonna they gonna shoot Trent Williams up with a uh with a little something something for that ankle. I think he'll be ready to go. <laughs> hey, that's gonna do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoke and the GM podcast. Well, thank you all for listening. Greatly appreciate that. We don't take your listens lightly. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. Uh, You can also catch us at hp53productions.com. There you'll find our uh, lovely podcast, as well as the Super Duper podcast hosted by Rob Griggs. I'm also on there there as well. You catch my voice. And um, also the Father Good podcast hosted by Kenny Stevenson and Marshall Givens. 
Hey, Glenn. Sir. Please take us out. Hey, it's like we always say. We ain't saying we're right. We don't think. I messed it up again. We just don't think we're wrong. (laughs) Unless you're following my picks, of course, which are completely always wrong. (laughs) We'll catch you next week.